0: There's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe, the American hero. G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro fighting to save the day. He never gives up. He's always there. Fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe, the American Hero. G.I. Joe is there. And now, from the emerald city of Seattle, it's the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, Transformers, independent artists, interviews, Transformers, and stuff, and things. Also
1: sometimes Transformers.
0: And now, here he is, a part of a balanced breakfast, Mike Seibert.
1: Welcome back to Mike Cyber Radio, powered by Poddex. I am your host, and I'm I'm really excited for our conversation this afternoon because we're we're discussing a fandom that I haven't really gotten into much on the podcast here on Mike Cyber Radio. I've uh, you know over the last couple of years, the show has kind of shifted focus uh, more towards Transformers fandom uh, so much to the point where it's mostly known as everybody's favorite Transformers adjacent podcast. But what a lot of fans and, and viewers and listeners might not know is that I have a soft spot for the real American hero. I am a I am a fan of GI Joe, and you know our uh, um, our buddy Anthony Brucalli from uh, TFU.info, He is uh, one of his catchphrases is that it's a good time to be a Transformers fan, and now it uh, with with the proliferation of the new Classified series and um, all, all the other cool new stuff that's uh, that's coming out. Or might not be coming out. Who could know? Um, but it—it it seems that it's uh, the time is right uh, for it to be a really good time to be a GI Joe fan. So I thought uh, I would bring on uh, a really good buddy of mine uh, that uh, that we've been meaning. To uh, have a reason to do a podcast together for um, a couple years now, going back to uh, probably TFCon LA, um, which I guess was only last year. Uh, You know, in in the COVID quarantine, you know what what is time? It's you know, every everything's just a couple months ago. So, uh, but uh, uh, without any further ado, I am going to introduce my guest, the uh, the host of the recently relaunched. Retro Cabal yeah. Podcast. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Mike Cybert Radio. Uh, Mr. Dave Cabal, how uh, how you doing?
2: Mike, thank you so much for having me on, man. I, we've been waiting for a long time for this, and I'm so glad, I'm so honored to finally be on Mike Cybert Radio.
1: That's awesome. I, you know, and I forgot to mention this in uh in your intro before I brought you onto the show, but I wanted to say that in addition to you know being the host of uh, your own podcast and uh, and being a, a huge friend of the show and a huge fan and just being a supporter more than anything um I, I think your your official title should be the uh the most positive fan out on twitter.com because <laughs> oh I, man <laughs> i i appreciate your positivity um and i appreciate how it is just unrelenting and unshakable so i i know for somebody like me who can um uh drift into uh cynicism and and maybe uh maybe maybe likes to poke at some of those, uh, Snader bros a bit <laughs> too much, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I just, I, I appreciate your presence out on Twitter because uh, it, it's very easy uh, to get bogged down in negativity. So I, I know whenever I'm, I'm looking at uh, Retro Cabal's tweets, I'm, I, I'm in for the, uh, the bright side of things, uh, positivity and, and uh, uh, not dwelling on the negative as much. So I, uh, I definitely appreciate that.
2: Hey, Yojo, Mike, you know, uh, and, and I really have to credit I really have to credit all those, uh, those eighties cartoons that, that, that I watched growing up, you know, GI Joe, like, well, just to preface for those of you who don't know, I, I wasn't born in the eighties. I, I completely missed it, but I, I was born in 1990, but I love the eighties. I, I, I adore, and I love, I research, I, I researched the eighties and, um, I'm not going to lie. You know, it there, there were some, <laughs> there's some rough spots, you know, uh, I'll tell you, you know, when, um, when the GI Joe classified line launched up in February during Toy Fair, yes, um, I was I was excited, and then uh, you know you know you know the worst thing to do is, is look at the comments and, and everyone, oh. oh my goodness, Mike Mike, it it was it was it was horrible. I was at, at the beginning of February. I was trying to like, oh, you guys should check out this line, you know, you give it a chance, and and I was I'll be honest, I was so busy concentrating on that negativity that I had to break away. From just Twitter and kind of the the fandom and yeah and to to take take a little quick break to kind of refocus and get myself back in together, and then from there, like you mentioned, I did a relaunch of my podcast, and so i I'll, I'll mention you know not everything's perfect in retro cabal's life you know I, I had to uh step sit, take a step back a, a little bit and then you know uh, and then come back come back into it strong but uh, uh sure. since then i i I've, I've been trying to Embrace um, not only positivity, but also trying to just kind of embrace what what those other fans are trying to say about the line and and trying to understand, you know, maybe there's some reasons why they don't like the line, which which I'm trying to, which I myself am trying to practice. (laughs) <laughs> at, yeah. at this moment
1: <laughs> yeah and and i imagine that's going to be a lot of the material uh that we're going to go over here but as usual in the mike cyber radio uh podcast tradition whether it's a traditional podcast or a live stream video here um out here on youtube um i'm getting ahead of myself um so for uh and and you alluded to it a little bit but um since everybody 's podcast or everybody 's show uh, I, I keep forgetting that this is like a like a dual audience type of thing between the uh, the live stream and uh and the podcast as well but everybody 's show is somebody 's first show, so um, why don 't you take a couple more minutes and uh, uh, tell folks a little bit about uh, about yourself and let 's talk about. Uh, what you've been doing with uh with retro cabal as a uh, as a podcast and as a project
2: for sure man well yeah i uh i i work i work at my home church um i i went to i grew up here um since i was a little kid and then i went to college at a bible college and went into secondary education as a history major and uh from there i uh once i once I graduated from college, I came back to my home church and kind of just told my pastors like, "Hey, I'm I'm available. You know, wherever you want me to put put me, I I'll do it." So <laughs> he kind of got me started with you know dealing with the children's ministries, and then from there I started working on uh, our transportation uh, ministries, trying to reach out to the kids around the um our blocks and picking them up if they didn't have a ride, and and then uh, just this past year. Um, I took on the uh, the youth ministry. So now I'm ministering to the youth of our church. And so I've uh, uh, been, been kind of doing that. And I'm, I'm uh, also doing a history, teaching history at our, at our, at our Christian school, the, sure. the school that I went to. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of uh, dealing with uh, ministerial uh, uh, work. And, and, and at the same time, um, I'm just a nerd for all this stuff. And uh, you mentioned the podcast. I am. This year of 2020, <laughs> this year, I, I challenged myself to, hey, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, you should do a podcast and hey, you should, you know, try out, you know, your, your voice, whatever, get get your voice out there, start start doing some drawings. And so this year, yeah. I, it has been the year of just, just doing it, you know, just go out there and do it. Doesn't, you know, doesn't have to be perfect. Try, you know, getting my feet wet, you know, trial by fire, so I, yeah. I did, I did something back in January that I don't think I'll ever do again, which <laughs> is because I, I had so much, uh, I had so much retro vibes that I just wanted to get out there. I had so yeah. much stories that I, that I wanted to tell. And so I used the, the app anchor. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of like my, my into it. It was, it was more of like a, a journalistic podcast, um, kind of a podcast of me just sharing my thoughts getting my uh my feelings out there and stuff like that and then um now now that i've refocused i've kind of um got back into gi joe and with the gi Joe classified line coming in um i i you know i love gi joe since the beginning like from the 80s all the way even up to like spy troops and valor versus venom and all those other things and like you know that that has always been a constant in my life and so what perfect way to just you know uh, start just podcasting about all the stuff that's coming up and and to just kind of share my feelings and, and my excitement so yeah that that's that's pretty much that's pretty much my uh my, my resume <laughs> of okay. what's going on <laughs> yeah
1: very cool well i mean i I love this uh this this unique space that we all kind of occupy as fans because all of us start somewhere as fans like uh and and i mean specifically in terms of content creation like you know a lot of us are fans of podcasts you know and uh like like for me for example i've talked about this many times but very briefly you know i started off as a fan of radio and from there it it developed into a a podcast and then you know it's it, it you you take your inspiration from folks you're friends with stuff that you're fans of and it it inspires you to start creating your own content and that's kind of what put me um on this path and and now it's kind of put me in the path where I'm meeting cool folks like you and i i bring all that up not to talk about myself but because yeah. i i have seen that same spark of inspiration um happened with you. Like, you know, you started as a as a fan of ours, you know, whether whether it's me or the autopod Decepticast guys, and then later on TFU.info, and then all of the other cool uh Joe content creators that I, I can't even begin to name because I, I know you're fans of a of a whole bunch of them. But yeah, it's like I I was I i it it's difficult for me to uh articulate the feeling of pride that i felt when you reached out to us saying like hey man i want to do my own podcast and i'm like yeah man well, let, let's let's get you as much help as you can and, and and encourage you uh to do that so i i'm i'm um i'm really excited that one you picked it up um two that you started with a project that was way more ambitious than something I would do. It's like, you know, doing like daily journals. It's like, I mean, I I know how much work goes into trying to do a weekly episode um, of a, of an ongoing podcast. So it's just like, Whoa, buddy. Uh, But you did it and it it was great. Um, and, And now I, I like where, the The relaunched podcast is, as, has come because it's basically it's like Driving with retro, and it just—I um, I don't know what kind of commutes and what what uh, what your driving situation <laughs> is, but you seem to be having some some relatively long trips. Like some of those episodes are upwards to about fifteen minutes. So it's like you know, I I uh, um, my current commute because there's nobody on the roads is, is is slashed to the point where a lot of my my podcast listening is kind of compromised. Like if I if I see. Um, a, a podcast that's like over an hour, I'm like, yeah. oh no, this is going to take me a week. I, quite frankly, I don't know how uh, and why uh, folks are continuing to consume Mike Seibert radio during the pandemic because my, um, despite my best efforts, my episodes have gotten. No shorter. So (laughs) I mean Oh man.
2: Yeah. uh, No, I just I i just got back from vacation and we went to Lake Arrowhead and I was able to stock up on a lot of your episodes with the your your interview with Flint Dilly and uh your conversation with the Autopod Decepticast. So that was a great um that was a great ride uh driving up there and it really helped me as I was driving through those mountains. So it kept me calm. So yeah, it was great, man.
1: <laughs> well, I I appreciate the uh the compliment and the kudos yeah. because one one of the things I have learned and you know, uh you may have run into this in your journey or not, but every content creator runs into that block of uh insecurity. And uh mm. you know, sometimes we refer to it as imposter syndrome or um for me, I I mean, I, I still have a great deal of insecurity with regards to the content I make. You know, I even just made a, you know, offhand joke about, you know, folks, uh, you know, not listening or whatever and not knowing why. Um, a few years ago, it, it finally occurred to me that it may not even matter why folks listen to my show or what they like about it and it may be things that I'm not even aware of that they like about it but what I do know is the folks that like it like it so it's it's right. kind of one of those things where it's kind of transcended my own insecurity to the point. I mean, cause like I I've, you know, reinvented the show a couple few different times, uh, just kind of due to the nature of it starting as a college radio show, kind of, you know, by necessity. But um, there have been so many times where it's like, oh, what can I do to reinvent the wheel this time? And (laughs) what I found is that I, not only I can't, uh, but I probably shouldn't you know, I, um, Mm -hmm. you know, early on in the, uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, I um, ended up having to take a few weeks off because like, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around, um, you know, wanting to do this type of content. Uh, You know, the weight of the world was kind of getting to me. And, but then I realized also, through the kaleidoscope of the content that i listened to you know i was still listening to my favorite podcasts and for me it was it was a bit of an escape and i was like wait a sec dummy Um, my uh, my show is somebody's favorite show. So um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's you know, I I don't I don't want to go so far as to like you know obligation or duty or you know equally uh powerful words like that. But it 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 just it kind of kind of got me off my butt a little bit to be like you know what, uh, folks like this. So I'm I'm gonna keep doing it until I run out of gas again, and and uh, things have been pretty good so far. So. That's kind. That's work.
2: awesome. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear, Mike. I I mean, um I I know we're saving this for another time, but I really love uh your podcast and I really uh gelled well with you and 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 really <laughs> appreciate appreciate your friendship through the Transformers 86 movie and just hearing Absolutely. your passion, hearing your passion about it um and kind of like sharing that same um excitement it really kind of knit us together of like hey you know we both have that um uh what is it excitement for the 86 movie yeah, yeah. and 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 it's it's really cool to even hear that you're a GI Joe fan as well too like you you know <laughs> your stuff like i mean you got cred you you were you were born in the 80s you lived through that so like that's <laughs> like that is i'm so jealous of that fact that you got to live through that you know that thing and that, i completely miss like that is like i every time i hear about the 80s or i watch it through you know, the stranger things lens, like, yeah, it's like, man, what a, what a golden time to be alive, to, to experience seeing, uh, old school Transformers, old school GI Joe on the shelves. And, yeah. and I think, I think that's something that you got, man, that, and, and I don't, honestly, you're, you're right. You're getting right up there, man, with, with Transformers <laughs> podcast. I mean, I call you, Aww. I call you the sound wave of, Transformers fandom, so we we got We got to get you a a sound. I mean, I like that Soundwave jersey you got. That Soundwave. Oh jersey. yeah, I
1: don't. I, mean, I, I can't think favorite. of anyone
2: else. Anyone else that reps Soundwave
1: other than Mike Cyber? Oh, that's very sweet of you to say. That's uh, that's nice. He's uh, he's pretty awesome. All right, let's talk about Joe. Uh,
2: all right, yo yo Joe.
1: <laughs> um, so I've uh um I've brought up a graphic of the sixteen. 16- uh, current G.I. Joe classified six inch series from uh from Hasbro. And what I thought before we kind of start talking about adventures in uh in Target and you know some of the challenges that that, that kind of oh, go with okay. with this uh, this line of toys, I guess um uh before we I, I don't know, uh hot takes on the uh, on the classified line in general like was it was it something that you were um anticipating was it something you were expecting is it something you thought you would never see um because i mean i guess maybe i'm bearing the lead a little bit but i never thought i would see anything like this like like a star wars black series um style yeah. marvel legends style uh for gi joe characters i n- i never thought something like this was ever going to happen
2: mike yeah for sure no i I mean, I was there, like, I, I could tell you the the so many disappointments, the so many like, ah, oh, like, uh, uh, these, you know, these past couple of years, whenever they would announce something about G.I. Joe, it would just be something like, oh, here's a G.I. Joe Funko, or here's a G.I. Joe, and and, and it was tough, while while all the other franchises, they got their due, they got, like, you know, Transformers had a lot of figures, oh, yeah. He-Man, um, and, and 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 you know for us GI Joe fans like hey throw us the bone here you know and and we would be you know we would be starving starving for just any anything and so i i'm i'm like so excited like i will take anything i am buying everything from this line you know and and uh yeah you know like like yeah like you said like you know, a lot of people were saying oh GI Joe is never coming back again, yeah. you know with with the, you know, the climate of, of how things are going. And it's just like, man, you know, and to myself, I was thinking like, you know, we need GI Joe, we need, you know, these guys back in our lives. And, and I don't, I'm glad that they're back, but I, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe they, they, it had to happen so that, you know, we could enjoy it now, but like, I don't know why they, they, they should have left in the first place. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's my heart. That's my heart about this whole thing. <laughs>
1: No, I hear you, and, and I think that's an excellent place to start because, um, you know, I, I don't think we have the the time, research, or opportunity to kind of recap the entire, you know, history of the GI Joe line. Uh, but but there there was a time where GI Joe was absent from the shelves, you know, despite yeah. being a powerhouse uh, brand back in the 80s alongside Transformers and, and He-Man and, and uh, you know, uh, visionaries and humanoids. I don't know. I got Flint Dilly properties on my mind. But, <laughs> but, but no, it was, just, it was just one of those iconic brands. And then for a time, it just kind of went away. And I thought it was, um, or at least I feel, that a lot of it is because they didn't know what to do with it. Um, meaning yeah. Hasbro or, or the licensees or, or whatever. Um, Cause like they're iconic characters, but the problem with GI Joe, GI Joe has like a, a couple um, things going against it that say transformers doesn't the uh, mm-hmm. one of the, I mean, I guess front and center it's, it's kind of a baby war brand in that it's about military combat and um you know there there have been times in the climate that that's not necessarily the most uh popular play pattern uh -hmm. for uh but then again i mean kids have been playing army for you know as 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 long as there have been kids playing so um maybe that's not even as as um Uh, has as much merit as even as I'm thinking it now, but, but I I think there, there there've been problems with the brand. It's like, you know, how, you know, how do you portray these uh, these combat soldiers who are also kind of superheroes? Because I mean, for me, for me, Gianjo real American hero was always kind of like um, um, military by way of Marvel comic superheroes, you know, right. I that, that's just, you know larger than life characters, big personalities, brightly colored costumes, um, but yeah, I, I, I think, I'm repeating myself a whole bunch because I, I don't have all my thoughts together here, but I, I just, I feel like the challenge was that Hasbro didn't know what to do with it, and then you add in the fact that uh, G.I. Joe's primary antagonist is Cobra which it's right there saying it's a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. I I don't know at, at a time where terrorists became a very real thing and a very scary thing. Um I don't know if the climate was right for cartoon terrorists. Um mm-hmm. and so yeah I I think I I think it kind of took the brand sitting on the shelf for, for some time for Hasbro to kind of figure out what, what to do with GI Joe. And, and I think now with this classified series, they've kind of, they've kind of figured it out because like, you know, and I've, I have heard this referred to negatively, Um, you know, other uh, content creators have, have kind of uh, dismissed the classified line as being like, you know, kind of, kind of inspired by Fortnite instead of traditional, uh, firearms, you know, they have more like laser guns and things like that. Um, which I think is cool because like, I mean, I, I like futuristic weaponry anyway. So, and I don't know, I guess, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, but in the cartoons, you know, they're shooting red and blue lasers at each other anyway. So it just, right. yeah seems like to fit that that laser gun aesthetic and and yeah, a lot of the weapons do kind of look like um nerf guns, which is fine because. I, I likes me some Nerf guns. I really, <laughs> I really appreciate the design of of a lot of those uh, contemporary uh, uh, Nerf guns, and I could really see them doing some cross branding where they take like like Duke's rifle, you know, like the the one that he comes with that very much looks like a Nerf rifle, and doing yeah. it as a Nerf gun. I mean, I I mean, again, like I said, some folks have kind of said that negatively that you know this is all kind of very cartoonish, but I think for me at least, I think that's what you need to do with GI Joe. I think, I think it needs to go back to the, the brightly colored Marvel comic superheroes, um, you know, kind of like, kind of more like a, a, um, a, a military specialty uh, division, which is what yeah. it always kind of was, um, a, as opposed to just kind of like you know a a, a gritty uh, military type story, kind of like of the like the Larry Hama, uh comics. Um, but anyway, that, that that's just some random thoughts for me, kind of like how how we kind of sort of got here um, before, uh, because I, I do kind of want to touch on each of these characters uh, before uh, um, before we kind of move on. But before uh, before we do that, any uh, any uh, uh, particular thoughts on kind of like how we got here um, in in terms of Joe?
2: Yeah, I I'm um, I'm very like since February. I was excited about, like, all the, I love how, like, they're getting, like, all the really iconic characters in the line, and it's a, it's kind of a fun, I'm kind of just observing everything that they're putting out, like, I, I noticed that they got the the Sunbow episodes on YouTube, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's been, like, on, like, they've been, like, live streaming that for a good while, and I'm kind of, like, paying attention to their website that they have, and just, like, everything that's going on like with, with the brand trying to interact with them on Twitter. Like they're, they're all over social media, you know, and, uh, uh, it, it's just great to see GI Joe back. Like I am just so thankful, so happy. And, <laughs> and, and, and I kind of joke with myself, you know, if the line were to end today, you know, I'm thankful for the figures that we have right now. And, uh, I would, I would like to say that, you know, I'm, 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 crossing my fingers and hoping that we get a flint and lady j gi joe classified i really want to see those guys like yesterday man
1: yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely well i mean flint's your guy yeah yeah he he is he is my guy
2: like i i love duke no no offense to duke man but sure flint uh for me i feel like flint has a little bit of more of a more of a personality more of an ego Mm -hmm. he's kind of like you know uh he's kind of like the springer the han solo kind of guy that you know uh he's not perfect but he, he you know he, he'll get jealous he'll he'll get uh he'll get a little insecure yeah and and he'll he'll get a punch from lady j so uh uh that is my that that is my de facto leader because the episodes that i watched growing up from the sunbo cartoon most of the episodes he was like the main guy yeah yeah so I am it's it's like uh, I'm like whenever they have these reveals I'm just like wow like I am amazed it's like a celebration Mm -hmm. of of just seeing who the new characters are and then seeing all the different artists that are contributing to the package
1: yes
2: it's it's amazing Mike it's amazing just taking all this this stuff in you know
1: well and I think there's like like a a level of care being taken with this new Joe line because it feels like it's been it's been curated uh by folks that genuinely love this stuff. Like I I don't think you get some of these deep cuts like like Arctic Mission Storm Shadow. It's like you don't get that version of that character uh if the design team is not in love with the characters um, right. I mean because i mean that that is just such a deep cut um yeah. and i just i I just think that's really cool um so i guess i i guess let's let's uh you know kind of talk about uh the first wave a little bit, which i i don't know i i didn't mean to start this particular arm of the story on the down note, but i i don't have. Any of these figures, <laughs> nor have I oh, yeah. seen any of them anywhere. I, um, I ordered the, uh, the deluxe snake eyes back in February. And yeah. because of like, it, you know, it was weird because like, I don't, I don't know if they just didn't close orders soon enough because like the, like the first couple folks that got in, uh, got their figures in April, uh, whereas, yeah. whereas folks that were kind of like in that second wave uh, uh, said it was going to be June, I believe it was. And then the pandemic happens. So then, yeah. uh, so June becomes July, July becomes August, and I don't even know when I'm going to get Deluxe Snake Eyes, but that's okay, because um, in May, I think, I, I ordered regular retail snake eyes and I went through this whole legislation of, well, wait a sec, which version do I want? Because like the deluxe version is really cool. Um, but like, you know, there, there's, there's some certain uh, uh, paint decos that, yeah. that, that are kind of like, I, don't, I still don't know how I feel about the gray pants. Um, right, or, right. Like, or like the silver visor. And I mean, I appreciate that it's more paint and it is truly, um, a, a deluxe version. Uh, but it's like, I kind of want him head to toe in black also. So, um, so with that, it's like, well, wait a second. I'll just get both. So I ordered the retail version that is going to be um, uh, showing up hopefully uh, this week. I just got a uh, tracking notification Um, real quick. And, and I guess I'm just going to go all over the road here. And I, um, I apologize to the folks hanging out with us on the stream. It's like, can you just stick with a coherent thought? But um, (laughs) for as far as uh, GI Joe characters go, snake eyes is my guy. And I know it's, cliched i know it's kind of like the the basic everyday answer like like dave i i appreciate that you're super into flint because that that's kind of like that that next tier character um that's yeah. not like everybody's favorite i mean everybody likes snake eyes that that's that's like being uh into Bubba fett which Mm-hmm. i'm i'm super into boba fett so it's like yeah i mean i all of my favorites are like the cliches it's like i like snake eyes i like boba fett i i like sound wave you know it's like so it's like anyway w- but um the reason why i like snake eyes i mean aside from like all the cool weapons and all the ninja stuff and and uh the commando stuff and all the things that we know that's you know mysterious and cool about snake eyes but um the thing that I remember most when when I was a kid is Snake Eyes was the first character that I saw where the good guy wore black, you mm. know usually like i so you you would kind of like associate uh characters that wore black with bad guys, you know because yeah. um, I mean this is around the same time that Star Wars is still a thing, so you have Darth Vader head to toe in black. And that's that's kind of like your quintessential bad guy, and then you have like this ninja dude that's dressed much the same way, with all these dangerous, uh, you know, ancient weapons and whatnot. But he's a good guy, and and just for some reason that that always really struck with me as something that was really cool. Um, and and yeah, it's it, since since it's been the popular character that's that it, he's he's always been a favorite of mine that's awesome to
2: hear man i mean like I, I never really heard anyone put it that way but yeah no that's that's totally cool that yeah he's the guy that um he's like he's pretty much the eye like he's our spider-man you know yes. uh, that's he's our representative of that's um hilarious. like what gi joe is and and uh no i mean i'm, I'm like really happy with how the creators like I know there's like a whole story on like um that netflix uh the toys that made us like there's a whole story about him you know being an all black and they something about like not 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 a lot of budget to to do it but Mm -hmm. then from there it just kind of blew up and you just can't you know you can't um hide that awesomeness from from that character (laughs) you know and and uh um, and, 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 you know, as a, as a Flynn guy, I'm glad that, you know, Snake Eyes and Flint went on a couple double dates. So they're, they're buddies, <laughs> you know, they're sure, sure. buddies. Uh, uh, so I'm thankful for that. So, um, uh, that's really cool. No, that, that's cool. Mike, I love that. I love your passion for the, the, the iconic characters, mm-hmm. you know? And, and if I were to say like, if, if we, if we had this GI Joe classified line and only Snake Eyes came out, like I would be just thankful because now I have, a, like Snake Eyes to 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 run along with you know like like you said like a Boba Fett or or yeah. a Sound Wave yeah and it's uh yeah this this I'm just like I said I'm just thankful to that that we get these characters we're finally getting these characters out there.
0: Call the Mike Cyber Radio Voicemail Hotline two three one two two four Mike. And for you youngins that don't know how the letters work on a phone, that's 231-224-6453. Get off my lawn.
1: Yeah, so let's let's talk about You know, some of, I I guess, more or less the the assortment of characters. So uh, they're they're much like with Star Wars Black Series. And I think they do this uh, specifically to, um, you know, entice collectors to buy them. Because as soon as you put a number on something, somebody is going to need all of them. Uh, Yeah see also uh, some of our younger friends' difficulties with having uh, Transformers the movie characters from 1986 in the studio series line, but that's legislation for a different time. I just thought of that. But yeah, so like uh, you know, number zero is the deluxe Snake Eyes, which was the Hasbro Pulse exclusive. Um, number one is Roadblock. Number two is Snake Eyes. Number three is Destro, your first Cobra. Uh, number four is Duke, and number five is Scarlet. That's uh, that's basically your first wave, which I believe are are out in retail. Um, have Have you seen any yeah. out in the wild? I've only Walmart so far in my toy hunting.
2: Um, But yeah, I haven't seen anything else though lately here in San Diego.
1: Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I think it's a really good, uh, uh, character assortment. You know, it's like, you gotta have snake eyes. I, and in terms of like, you know, uh, um, uh, representation, you've, you've got Scarlet and you've got roadblock and you've got Destro. So it's, so it's like not, it's not, all white guys <laughs> so I, which, which again is is one of the things that is so cool uh, about G.I. Joe is like it was it was always diverse yeah you know and I I, I mean it, at, at a time where I, I'm reluctant to say that like it didn't have to be but that but that's kind of how I felt because it's like you know, uh, characters like Roadblock and Stalker are, are just as iconic as the other characters. And I, right. I had all their toys and I, you know, it's just, I, I don't know, it's, it, it's I don't want to go on this whole political rant because I might find myself down a hole I can't claw myself back out of. But yeah. it, it feels like at, at a time um, uh, in the 80s where diversity was just kind of there you know, and and it was organic. Now it feels like it's um, something that's more um, signaled. You know, it's just like, well, we need to have, you know, X, Y, and Z uh, representation. Now, unfortunately, because um, of, you know, just my situation, there are certain things that I will um, never understand you know in terms of like you know geopolitical uh, uh, situations just because i'm a white guy over the age of 40 there are just there are certain things that i will never be able to relate to even if i want to so mm-hmm. so i mean so i i do appreciate that up front but as i said it's like you know i've 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 you know it, it's weird now when folks like talk about diversity and inclusion like it's a new thing and it's like wait a sec I mean like all the yeah. properties that I grew up with had that as as just kind of part of it and I don't remember a big deal being made of it at the, at the yeah
2: same. yeah uh, for sure man no I'm yeah. I'm so thankful that yeah GI Joe had a lot like they had tons of representation and like you know it made me like really watching it growing up it, it made me you know think of these people like they're real people they're not superheroes you know, they're everyday um, people going out there, risking their life for us. I, I had a, my dad was in, was in the military. He's retired now. He was part of the Navy. And uh, as a little kid, every time I, you know, I went to church, we're well, we're in San Diego. So a lot of mm-hmm. the, the people that go there, like Navy, Um, you know, I would, as a little kid, I would just like, Oh man, if you're in the military, you're a GI Joe. So I was just like, wow, like, look at these, these people. Every time I saw them in uniform or like, anyone that had a mustache i thought they were a oh, G.I. Joe, sure. you know
1: <laughs> so I love like that. It,
2: yeah and 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 like watching uh, lady j i i you know um she was like watching her in action just like was amazing for me like i felt i felt safe knowing that she was on the mission you know she was um i i remember the episode where she was like visiting destro like her ancestors or something like that yeah and like Like that, like, that's my, like, that's my action hero mom right there. Like, I know, I know everything's going to be okay because Lady J is there, you know, it's just like, these were real people that you could count on, you know, uh, whatever danger may happen. So I'm Mm -hmm. glad that like, like G.I. Joe taught me that at an early age, like, it doesn't matter what skin color you have. Like, you know, they're, they're out there to just whoever's, you know, whoever there's trouble, G.I. Joe is there, you
1: know, (laughs) there it is. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, man, I'm glad that we're, we're, I'm glad that uh, now a new generation is going to be able to experience that. Like I want, I want my kids to, to enjoy Mm -hmm. that as well too, you know? So yeah, man, this, this great. It's, it's, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, very cool. Now, um so that's kind of like the first wave. Like you have a, you know, a very uh 1985 looking Snake Eyes, you have a very uh 1984 looking uh Destro. Um, yeah. you know, and same with Duke. Um I like what they did with Roadblock is that like, you know, I uh, it's not his first look, but it's um possibly and and uh i'd like your opinion on this it's like do you think it's because of his um appearance in gi joe the movie that maybe like the version 2 green vest is kind of like one of the more iconic roadblock looks
2: um yeah the the 1986 version Mm -hmm. v2 i yeah you know uh Honestly, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I know I'm. I know I'm like a, a, a Hasbro GI Joe shill right now. <laughs> but um,
1: but you've but been watching I, too many of those videos.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I honestly prefer the 1984, if I'm not mistaken, Roblox uh-huh. with his kind of like tank top. Yeah. And I yeah I'm I'm not as a big a fan because. It it yeah, like I'm glad that they have the I'm glad that we have the roadblock that we have right now. But I, yeah. I really would have preferred because I out of out of this whole wave, I would give it to Destro. Like Destro is the closest thing that we got to Destro and Snake Eyes are yeah. the closest thing that we got. And then and then Duke Duke is, is a great uh homage to that nineteen you know, the nineteen eighty three figure. And Scarlet's yeah. a nice, nice update. But I really wish that they would have went with the 1984 roadblock because that's that's how he's that's how he's remembered as. Um, yeah. So it's very yeah, like you said, like you mentioned before, like you know these the, the people that are working on this, like they're, you know, they had that Arctic Storm Shadow. So it's interesting that they would put the 86 um, roadblock in there and and hope and I hope that we get more roadblocks down down the line so we could see the actual you know
1: yeah. Um, well, well, spoilers, there is another roadblock, and we 'll talk about him in a oh in a sec. yeah but i 'm curious about your uh, thoughts on Scarlet because that that also appears to be one of the the more polarizing character designs i I like it fine um, mm-hmm. I, I like that her costume is more elaborate and intricate other than just a a beige swimsuit on top of a, a gray bodysuit. Um, but, uh, you know, I like, like we talked about earlier, one of the, one of the criticisms of kind of this line and you can kind of see it like in, even in the detail on Duke where he's got like, like the knee pads and the shin guards and some of the more elaborate armor, um, is, is that, you know, it's Hasbro's almost kind of trying to do, Uh, Fortnite by way of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you know, kind of almost like that same type of aesthetic, which I don't think it goes full bore into that. But if you look at it, if you squint enough, you do kind of see that influence there. Um, It doesn't bother me. I don't feel um, offended. Um, yeah. that, that this is kind of like a, a redesign of um, uh, Scarlet's iconic costume. Uh, but what do you think?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It, 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 I don't think it's just Fortnite. I think there's also like, I, I think Call of Duty has been seeing a resurgence as well too, like the online stuff. Okay. And kind of like their costumes, I think their costumes kind of like speak to G.I. Joe as well too, of uh, the current G.I. Joe. Um I, for me personally, yeah, I would, I would, I would have loved to see like a kind of up like pretty much just them homaging the original, uh, uh, costumes, like a, like a retro kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved that, but I, I think now they're probably, that's the stuff that they're competing with as far as like, you know, you mentioned Power Rangers, Power Rangers is on the shelves and, and the Transformers as well too. And, and. They need that colorfulness to, I guess, get out there to to the kids to catch their eyes. Um, and uh, I know, I know, Star Star, you know, perfect example of Star Wars is them. Like, you know, they're they're homaging the exact detail of those characters. But yeah. since G.I. Joe right now is in a tricky spot of like, you know, them relaunching back into it, they're they're kind of modernizing it and then at the same time homaging the classic uh costume designs which is which i like like you said i'm also open to like i i I don't i don't mind it too much um you know i i can't speak for who's working you know what, what kind of stuff that they have to deal with but um if they're they're trying to branch out and and you know uh do new things with it i think that might be a good thing for for joe to to take on you know and and we'll see what we'll see what we get from there
1: Gotcha. Um, let's see. So let's, let's move on because we have, it, it's interesting, um, of the, the character mix and maybe that's been some of the, the, uh, criticism as well. You got, um, you've got three versions of Cobra commander. I mean, at, yeah. at, this, at this point, there's more Cobra commanders than there are Cobras, but, <laughs> but yeah but i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit because like the the uh um uh you know so you you have like uh number 6a is a cobra commander in kind of his more uh traditional dark navy Uh, deco but then you also have the uh the light blue variant which has now been called the uh, regal uh, variant which is kind of like in that 1982 uh, light blue deco with a lot more gold um and i i'll be honest i i like both color schemes um because like I, I think the gold really pops on the light blue and I think light blue is just as iconic as mm-hmm. the, uh, as the dark blue, like one of um one of, various, uh, one of my earliest one of my earliest uh quote unquote special figures i got uh when i when i was a kid was the original hooded cobra commander and you had yeah. to you know you got your flag points and you send off like a self addressed stamped envelope and and check or money order or or whatever and so i had you know, the, the mirror mask, um, you know, original Cobra commander in the light blue. And then I had hooded Cobra commander, um, in the, in the dark blue. And I, I, I like both. Um, I, yeah. I, I really would have liked one of the two of these to have a, um, a hooded variant head that you could swap out. Um, but then you know and and it's, it's, it it's even makes me kind of mildly uncomfortable to say out loud but i don't know if you can depict characters for a children's toy line uh wearing a hood in a oh right yeah i don't uh, especially if they're if they're a um antagonist uh evil identifying uh character there um I, i i landed on that after um i i think when like the snake supreme was uh was revealed and i was like oh man it sure would be cool if they had like a hooded variant hooded variant win and it's like oh I, I don't I really don't think we're gonna see Hooded Cobra Commander in the in the classified yeah. line. Um but yeah um and, and then from there you got um you got Gung Ho. Um again yeah. another character that I, I never really thought we would see uh modernized because like you know <laughs> He yeah. looks like oh, yeah. he's one of the village people. And, yeah. <laughs> and I love that they didn't really shy away from that. You know, he's still got the giant mustache. He's still yeah. running around with no shirt on um, under his yeah. vest. So I think, um, I, just, I, I, just, I just thought that that, that, was, uh, that was really neat. Um, uh, let's see. So before we move on to uh, uh, the next couple, any thoughts on uh, Commander or Gung Ho? <laughs> Yeah, no, I,
2: I, I'm out of, uh, if, I, if Destro won the first wave as kind of like really looking as close as possible to the original Destro and Snake Eyes, I'd probably give it to Gung Ho for that wave. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I'm super glad that they're getting this guy already out there because it'll, it'll be cool to have him and Roblox together because they got the two, yeah. you know, Bash br- the Bash brothers, you know. You got two tanks in that line already, you know, and, uh, I mean, um, that, that's, that's super awesome that they, that they, that they stayed with that homage and, and he, uh, just a quick note, he looks yeah. kind of different from that overall poster. Um, like he, the, the overall poster, him has that, like that blue kind of vest. I don't know if you noticed that. But oh, like, sure. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Like he looks kind of different compared to the actual figure. So I'm glad that the actual figure kind of looks exactly like uh the 1983 figure yeah and and um yeah so i'm glad that they did that and uh with cobra commander um yeah i'm i'm, I'm all for that baby blue man i mean yeah. that that you know he cobra commander like if snake eyes is like one of the iconic uh heroes representing the heroes you know you got you got the cobra commander now Representing the villains, the iconic villains, up with your Skeletors, your yeah. uh, your uh, ma- uh, Mumras and and Megatrons. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they and 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 Mike, that was a very interesting thing that you mentioned about the Hooded Cobra Commander because I wasn't even thinking about that either. Yeah, like it, it, this line, it's very it's a challenge because they have to tiptoe with so many of like it, it, you know it's not the '80s anymore, and and if you notice. Right. If you notice, like, you know, the G.I. Joe thing, there, there's, no, um, there's no red, white, and blue as well, too. So that's been, a, that's been an ongoing conversation among G.I. Joe fandom as well, too.
1: Yeah, let's, let, let's uh, talk about that for a hot sec. Because, like, I mean, especially since we're, we're kind of talking about Gung Ho, you know, he still has a, a tattoo that's some kind of vague eagle thing. But it is not the Marine Crest. You know, that, that yeah. he, uh, uh, you know, with the globe and the eagle and, and all that, that, you know, his, his uh, more traditional look is, um, you know, and it's, it's G.I. Joe classified. And, you know, we're, as you said, there's no red, white, and blue. There's no uh, specific uh, quote unquote American iconography. He's not the real American hero. Um, and for my hot take, I'm kind of okay with that at at a time, at a time where um, action force uh, you know, kind of like the, the English version of GI Joe has kind of been like rolled into uh, because like I, I, I don't know the full history, but basically like at some point they were kind of like two parallel things. You have action force and you have GI Joe at a certain point, action force just ends and then suddenly everything is all GI Joe. So I, right. I'm, I'm kind of okay yeah. with, with GI Joe having a more international flavor and less a specific Um, You know, it's, you know, being America's uh, top fighting special missions force. I'm, I'm fine with that, especially when they've already had a, uh, a international cast. I mean, it's like beachhead is British, you know, so it's like, you know, so it's, it's already kind of like. Built into it, I I don't necessarily need and maybe that's been part of the problem that Hasbro hasn't been able to crack the nut on is that I I don't think that G.I. Joe needs to be a part of the American military. I'm cool with it being its own um, you know, uh, um, again, almost like at a time where superheroes are so ubiquitous, you know, I, I'm kind of more cool with them being more like an Avengers, like, um, uh, that kind of, that kind of, that kind of thing.
2: Totally, totally, man. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're just, we're taking it all and, you know, we're just enjoying it for what it is. And, and, you know, as a kid, I didn't worry about that stuff. I just thought how cool yeah. these figures looked like. And that's what was most important to me. Just the, the characters, the story and, and all yeah. this other stuff. I, I didn't realize all this other stuff until I grew, grew up, you know? And sure. I was like, yeah, let's just, let's just get back into that. Let, let, bring me back to that kid, you know, eating a, bu- a bowl of cereal and just uh, tuning in Saturday morning. And uh, let, let's, just get, let's just get with it, man. Yeah. um really quickly i i is it okay if i talk about the red ninjas
1: please yes man, that, that's where it's gonna take us next
2: mike i don't know if you're collecting uh marvel legends as well too but man these red ninjas these would be perfect for your um daredevil oh uh, yeah hand, yeah the, these are the just hand.
1: hand ninjas
2: yeah oh, no man see. like you buy buy a bunch of those and dude you will you'll be able to you know the, i could see the photographers you know Getting a bunch of them and putting the you know Daredevil and the Defenders kind of going against them. So that's and that's the cool thing too about GI Joe being six inches. Now they're able to interact with yeah. Marvel Legends six inches. They're able to interact with Star Wars Black Series six inches. So exactly. so so they're right they're right there with them and and the the trans the future Transformers the Red line yeah. that you mentioned. So it's good to see because that's what it was right. You know, growing yeah. up, you, you you were able to. Uh, mix your figures along together. So now it, it just opens that world and, and yeah. it's, I'm proud. I'm, I'm happy to, to, to have them do that.
1: It does crack me up about the Red Ninja though, because like uh, Deluxe Snake Eyes needs to report a robbery because not a one of those weapons is unique to the Red Ninja. They're all carryovers from Deluxe Snake Eyes. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> notice that.
2: <laughs> oh that's interesting. So dude, that's cool. No, I, like they I hope they come with like a a thing too like a, a rack because uh, yeah, if they weren't able to get the if they weren't able to get the deluxe nick as at least they have that opportunity to 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 get it through the red ninjas.
1: Yeah, it was I, I don't know, it was it was just the goofiest thing that that occurred to me uh when it, when I first saw the uh the pictures and I first saw uh the reveals. Uh but uh so I'm going to tangent and we're going to talk about uh number 9 uh the Snake Supreme Cobra Commander who we now know was meant to be a uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Now it's going to be a Hasbro Pulse exclusive and um it's uh, it's not for me um it's you know yeah. but but it's i i have no problem with it existing because obviously black and red um, is also a recognized Cobra Commander uh, classic deco. Um, I like that he's got a cape. I like that you know his his accessories are all gold. Um, I, I like that you know his his um, accessories are a little different than yeah. the uh, previous two Cobra Commanders. And I, I I can't see it in this particular picture, but um, you get the classic hairdryer gun with uh with nice yeah it's gold and 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 i think that's really cool um the 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 snake skin uh deco on like his uh on his front area and then like on his boots that to me that just screams python patrol um oh my goodness so i i i like seeing those kind of uh homages to again obscure lines uh so early but um I I think now is good a time as any to talk about <laughs> the uh oh. the uh um uh the most recent um uh GI Joe Fan First Friday live stream from Hasbro and we uh we came across a a new character that's not a GI Joe but he may as well be uh that that's really kind of like uh captured all of our imaginations uh we saw we saw uh mark from the oh yeah from the hasbro design team uh, yeah oh my gosh and that that guy that guy is just he's just a hero among men he's uh he's just he's just so pure <laughs> yeah no
2: that was so funny that was like i i'm I'm glad that they have like these different characters, you know, these different funny characters and, and a word burglar called him crankcase. Yes. Uh, And, and, and that guy, like he's, I was just watching like his interactions. He was just like, and, and I, I felt bad because I was reading the comments and they were roasting this guy, but like, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm so thankful that he was out there. He's working for Hasbro and, and, I, it's good to to see that they you know not not everyone that works at Hasbro is you know straight lace, you know guy. There, there's there's some people there that have fun, and and they're not afraid of who they are. And uh, it's it, it was cool, Mike. I think me and you we were the only ones that that were doing some research on this guy.
1: Yeah, and it
2: was interesting to see how his, his background of graffiti art mm-hmm. and looking how he looked before, like he was very clean shaven. And uh I think I think now he's kinda just like letting loose and letting uh seeing uh letting uh, being himself. So I, I I think it's really fun. I hope we see more from him. I hope we see uh uh more videos <laughs> with you know, these guys.
1: Anytime uh I, I think anytime a a Hasbro live stream comes up and Mark isn't there, the only thing we're gonna be thinking is is where's Mark? Just where is Mark? That was
2: you know, it was just fun to see, like I said, a funny character. Just like, I mean, he really was like a character. Like, he looked like a G.I. Yes. Joe. Like, he was pretty much.
1: Yeah, with, with I mean, his camouflage cap and. and the uh,
2: Transformer shirt. That Optimus Prime shirt was was awesome, though. I saw that shirt that he was wearing, too. It was man. a pretty cool so, shirt. Yeah. But um, if, if, if they come out with a classified crankcase, they better homage Mark.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. For real. (laughs) For real, man. Oh man. But yeah, it just it just cracked me up because like he uh I this this might sound really, really weird, but he he kind of uh kind of reminds me of you in a way. Not not in not in any of his like specific mannerisms or anything like that, but again, just like that that overwhelming positivity. It was sure. just like this just seems like a fun guy to be around and it yeah. Just, yeah just just cracked me up and just really uh caught my imagination. I think it was uh I I think it was Anthony at first, you know, uh, Anthony Bracalia from uh tfu.info was like, "Hey, I think I think this guy's waking and bacon." <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah, just No. It, it was just so fun to watch him though. He was uh Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, um, okay, let me, let me see if I can get back on track here. So um, so yeah, so since it was part of that same uh, reveal, let's jump ahead and talk about the, uh, um, you know, in, in a time where we had characters that we never thought we were going to get. Yeah, so you have Arctic Mission Storm Shadow, and, uh, and probably the figure that Again, we never thought we were going to see, like, not only in the official line, but, like, you know, like, ever. I mean, you've got uh, Profit Director Destro, um... Yeah, who is, you know, obviously a homage to the uh um infamous uh uh Pimp Daddy Destro from like nice. 1992 or something like that. And I I just I just like how they just went for it. You know, he's got like the burning cash and the uh and the leopard cape and and they even talked about during the live stream that there's there there is like a canon story about how this disguise comes to be something having to do with like a casino heist or something like that. And Destro has to be in disguise and it's like, yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> uh, Yeah. You know, what's really interesting too is, is
2: like when whenever they're doing these reveals, like it's just amazing to see like what, what they're doing, like what, what could be next? Cause like the first wave, we were like getting this, like, okay, they're kind of like doing the sunbow thing, you know, kind of yeah. like getting the, the iconic characters but then out of left field the pimp daddy destro and storm shadow 90s and like the throwing a bone to the 90s kids out there yeah. like it it was so it was so like when i saw that storm shadow like i just i was flashback to my childhood of like 90s and like um and and, and you mentioned you mentioned that that canon story i'm wondering mike if mm. if they're if idw is gonna be partnering with DIY to do comics. Based on these action figure reveals, like where, like I know how Transformers, like they have their own comic that's kind of going along yeah. with Siege and Netflix series. Like um, I'm hoping we get like a comic series and and a Netflix uh, series that kind of ties in with these lines to fill in those gaps.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting, especially since and and I I don't remember if it's currently going, but there um there was a contemporary G.I. Joe comic series that, you know, bless his heart. Uh, Anthony's been uh, strongly encouraging me to check out to the point where he even sent me a link with some of the comics in it. And I still haven't read them, but he's, he's a big fan of Joe also. And has said, it's like, you know, as a fan of Joe, you will like this. And, and I just haven't given it a day in court yet, but, um, but it, so I don't know if that, that series is currently going or if they're going to end that very similar to the previous Transformer series, and then relaunch something that that's centered around a classified series, because I mean, yeah. I I know you know they kind of did the same thing with uh, with America's Elite, you know, a handful of years ago. So
2: oh yeah, yeah no, I uh, shout out to Anthony man, no yeah. for sure. I love I love it whenever they they. I love it when um, they re redo a comic and they they kind of pick and choose like some of the core characters. Yeah, like you mentioned, America's Elite, and then the the current series that they have right now too, out right now, which is yeah, Mike, definitely check that out for sure. So are are you
1: reading it also?
2: Yes, yes yes I am okay. and I I we need your hot take on that Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right all right I I'll, I'll have to check it out. Okay. Cuz again yeah, I man. have no reason not to other than I'm just lazy and and uh, sure. I haven't. So I I do think it's interesting though that I mean cuz like I'm sure that profit director Destro was supposed to be a, an exclusive of some kind. You know maybe yeah. maybe it was a a lesser tier uh uh San Diego uh Comic Con um uh version to kind of go with the, the more deluxe uh Snake Supreme Cobra Commander. I don't know. Yeah. Um but then with this Storm Shadow again I, I think it's interesting that one they chose this deco. Mm-hmm. Um two that this deco comes out before a regular deco. So right so in this world, is this Storm Shadow's default deco? I don't, I don't think so because like no. in, um, it's not in the poster I have here, but, um, you know, he's shown in kind of like his more uh, traditional uh, white garb and this, you know, it even says, you know, Arctic Mission specifically. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's interesting that this figure comes out before a standard deco Storm Shadow. Uh, we're yeah
2: that. no that's yeah, and that's the thing too they're they're playing tricks with us mike they, these guys are they guys are messing with us because yeah no I, I i know you're referring to the 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 there's like a, a, a there's already art images of yeah. that storm shadow that you're talking about where he has like that kind of like thing that face face uh mortal Kombat thing on his mouth yeah yeah and 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 and, and you know what you know what's also interesting too mike is the, the G.I. Joe website which okay. Um, they, they they showed like a bunch of character bios in there, and so I was kind of thinking like, oh, are they are these gonna be the future upcoming releases? But they proved me wrong on that one too because um, I, I don't want to go ahead on this, but they just really quick mentioned Beachhead. <laughs> Beachhead was not on that uh, character bios, and yet lo and behold, they revealed him right right there in as the new the new action figure yeah. coming out so it's like man yeah it's it's because like you know for us i i'm pretty sure you you and i we're, we're analyzing this stuff we're analyzing oh, sure, it, like, yeah. okay what like what what are they going to do next it's 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 exciting really, really to, to to like you know um like what are they going to do now you know are, are they going to do a cold slither Box set deck. like <laughs> you know, if, if they did pimp Daddy Destro you know, give us give us that, you know. Too. So so yeah, uh, Mike, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm just like, uh, what's your guys' deal? Are you guys yeah. like tricking it, tricking us right now? And well, uh,
1: and and I don't want to get bogged further down in the minutia, but we all know that that deco of Storm Shadow is when he's a Joe, not not as as a Cobra. So... Yes. I mean, there's yeah. I mean, there's that also, but I I, I don't want to split too many of those hairs.
0: D.I. Joel will return after these messages. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at Mike Seibert Radio at Gmail dot com. The spelling on that, of course, is S E I B E R T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production.